Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Knowledge Under the Influence. I'm your host, Martez. Find me on Instagram at Martez underscore for show. Man, listen, today, today, I don't know who the hell I got sitting in front of me because <laughs> this girl does too much shit, to be honest. So, um, I don't know. I'm going to let you just introduce yourself and go from there because you do a lot of shit and it's kind of confusing. All right. Uh, my name is Jay. Um, is that your I, real name? My real name is Janai. I oh, get. I know. I didn't didn't know. I was sitting in front of no goddamn Janai. Yeah. Who I, named you? You know. My mom. I, my name was gonna be Henrietta. No, the fuck it wasn't. Yep. <laughs> so ugly. Henrietta. Henrietta. So ugly. Why I'm, would she name you that? My dad's name is Henry. Oh. So See, I think Henrietta. Like, if you was gonna be a Henrietta. I think you you be older than you are though. Like you, yeah, like that. I'm so glad she just went with that. Henrietta. Yeah, that's not okay. There's a book called The Life of Henrietta Lacks or something like that. I don't know. You're probably too young to understand. Don't worry about it. <sighs> Here we go. Anyway, so Jay, Janai. Do you just go by? Do people call you Janai? I go by Jay. Yeah, but I did, what people call you? Um. Well, at home, my nickname is Chi Chi. <laughs> Why do they call you that? Um. My older brother just been calling me that since I've been young just chichi just chichi so janai i never heard that unless i was like at school when your mama get mad she called you janai yeah yeah see hell yeah mm-hmm. we got jay man we got jay uh the woman of many hats uh because i honestly didn't know what the fuck she did um until we had a brief <laughs> briefing before we started but um where the hell you grew up at i grew up in detroit michigan Right in the hood, um, on Dexter. Oh my God! So not with a vocabulary like that on Dexter. On Dexter. Listen, where'd you want to be when you was growing up? I wanted to be a singer. Um, me and my cousins, we just used to have some singing group. Honestly, we couldn't really sing, but um, <coughs> that was just a, something I wanted to do. Um, I've always said I wanted to be a teacher. I used to. Um, mm-hmm just do like school in the basement so i taught my little sister how to write her name but that's about it i've never really known my path okay i've never came out the wound like i want to be a doctor really or like i want to be an astronaut when you was growing up and nobody like asked you no that's shit crazy bro because like that question get pushed aside and i'm gonna always say i'm gonna keep saying like every episode because it really is a question that really get pushed aside like you're not shaped and molded into you know what you want to do like it's just like we a lot of our parents, most of our parents didn't go to school and didn't you know have a degree and all that. They just yeah. kind of worked in the industry they were in, maybe a factory or you know in a hospital as a clerk or something like that. But a lot of them wasn't pushed in the direction to go to school, and they didn't go to school, so they didn't push in shape and mold us to do it. So it's kind of like a ongoing thing. Not saying that it doesn't happen, but I always ask that question because it's always like, "Well, where did you want to be?" And everybody's like, "Well, hmm, well, I don't know. I want to be this, but then." Yeah, I just um. I hate to say it, but I am the golden child. Really? And I was always just into school. I always got extremely good grades. Like Extremely? What's extremely good? 4.0, straight up. That's extremely? Yeah. Well, they got AP class in high school, so. Well, can- I'm talking about, like, elementary through, like, middle school. I was always, like, extremely, like, nerdy, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had, like, friends and never was invited to, like, the park. I was always just about work, 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 principals mm-hmm. list honor roll type of thing yeah. um did your parents push that shit on you like to get good grades like that no uh well i only grew up with my mom really mm-hmm. and 
she worked a job and uh, I have three other siblings that I grew up with. But for the most part, my older brother kind of looked after us. Mm-hmm. Um, we all went to the same school, but I just was always just into school. I always felt like the right thing to do mm-hmm. is just to do my work yeah. and just be quiet. I got bullied a lot. Well, yeah, because you're quiet. Yeah, so um, people was really mean to me, <laughs> which is funny. I used to be ex- like a really pushover. Then I tried now, but <laughs> yeah, um, actually, like elementary through middle school, I just really got teased a lot, mm-hmm. like uh, about like my birthmark. That mm-hmm. was a really big one. Like What's I have what birthmark. I have a. Oh God! I forget which side, but um. It's just like a red spot on my face. And mm-hmm. people are like, who smacked you? Or just like, oh, t-. like I wasn't bald head. Like yeah, nothing like that. Yeah. But they just always came at me with the, someone must have smacked you. Or just like, just any little thing. I literally like remember this boy just throwing a pencil at me. Well, that's because that's what we do. When we like somebody, we we pick on them. So. Yeah, and, and I was just always by myself. I've never had like a, um, a best friend in mm-hmm. elementary, nothing like that. I cried when my mom left me Damn. at school every single day. So, yeah. That's a lot. And so, what, what do you think, like, influenced you to want to be, like, a teacher or whatever? Because you said you was teaching people in your ba- basement. It seems a little illegal, but. Yeah, so, um, my brother didn't grow up with us. So, whenever he came over, I would make the basement up. Like, we had milk crates and a piece of wood as, like, my desk. Bro, and I had up. them sitting on the floor. And, the, and a girl lived next door. And we had a park right down the street. I literally, like, used to make them pay for field trips. You can walk down the street by yourself, but if you want to walk down the street with me, your teacher, <laughs> you have to pay me five bucks. Bro. So, um, and they really didn't like to do it. Like, they didn't. Who I, the hell had five bucks? At what, how old were you then? I was in the fourth grade. Who the fuck had five bucks? Five bucks in the fourth Go grade. Go ask your mama. Go ask your mama. And it was a dollar store around the corner. Every time I got money, I just, I went to go buy, like, school supplies. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be a great teacher. But then I, I don't picture me dealing with kids now at all. So I'm saying, but kid, kid, you first of all, first of all, dealing with kids, if you teach someone that's in the 11th grade, they're not they're basically your age. Yeah. Well, not really. Kids are rude. People are rude. People are rude. And. I don't I don't think I will be able to handle that. Like people just don't listen. People just skip in class. You want to make up an assignment because of this, that, and the third. Long story short, teaching is not in my plans anymore. Um, it was just like a phase, I guess. Same with like the singing thing. Like I don't even sing. I'm so, can't you can't sing at all. No. What the fuck? Well, why the hell? No, but what's crazy is I'm a good freestyler. Okay. You uh, gonna spill the Should I put on a beat? No. I, no. Wait. But no. what? I mean, I could put on a beat right now. Don't put on a beat. You're a good freestyler. Don't be lying on my goddamn show. No, just in Lansing, my friends, we just used to be in a car. And you know that it's it's a beat and it's like, mmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And I just used to be going, just intoxicated, just going, like, just, and it made sense. So I've always did that, but. So you you, you can freestyle, but you can't sing. Does anybody in your family sing or anything? No. I don't, like. It was so crazy because uh, my two cousins who I did this with, some lady around the corner gave us, like, all these big hopes and ger- dreams. Like, oh, I'm your manager. And, like, da 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 We, mm-hmm. like, came up with songs. And it was just really lame. It was so lame. Bro. So at what point did you get that shit out your head? Like, you know what? I can't sing. I ain't going to be no singer. Um, so growing up, my cousins was my best friends. And it seems like when I went to high school, we literally just, like, drifted apart. Mm. Like, I'm just now connecting back with them. 
So that's when I was, it was just like reality. Like, okay, I'm in school now. Yeah. I don't sing. But the crazy thing is, so I went to Cass and they had me pick my um, electives mm -hmm. over like this packet. And I chose to sing. Like I chose, like I thought it would be like, real life singing and learning instruments come to find out it's a choir so that's uh -huh. not my thing <laughs> so i had to stick with that um for freshman year sadly like the whole i, I just skipped the class yeah. i don't sing i'm not like you had to go to rehearsals for this stuff and it's oh, like i'm yeah. not about to be in like the christmas thing i'm not a i just thought they would make me like some pop star or something so that's not how it works yeah so i ended up staying with music my whole four years at CAS, which was not what and I wanted. it didn't do shit for you. It didn't. I learned how to play the harp. So that's another hmm. little that's talent. kind of sad. <laughs> I'm not really. I played the clarinet. Well, that sucks. Um, the harp is actually really hype. Is it? I like it a lot. Angels play harps. Like the harps, they like and when I'm you an get angel. to the pearly gates, that's, yeah. that's always portrayed. So that's why I play. Girl, mm -hmm. I'm not about to play with you. Okay, cool. You ended up going to, did you go to college? I went to Ferris for a semester. Damn, what happened? Um, financial aid, yeah. Story of my life. Yeah, like, go ahead, tell us. <laughs> so, um, no shade, mom, but my mm -hmm. mom was supposed to pay my bill mm -hmm. and waited too long, so she couldn't. Yeah, and um, the police, because uh, they were going to allow me to do a payment plan, mm -hmm. but someone in my dorm um, called the police on me or something, and they had my room searched because it smelled like marijuana. So mm -hmm. they decided that they're not even going to give me that option just off of that. Yeah. So I ended up um, coming back um, home, and I've just been. They couldn't just give you with them things called MPI or yeah, exactly. MIP? Whatever. Right, I did the class. I paid the little $50, and but they, still they was not feeling it. So um, it was okay, but I was extremely miserable. I wouldn't have stayed at Ferris anyway. What the fuck was miserable about it? It's you? extremely far. I didn't know anyone, and I guess I'm just used to to being around the people I was around, and it was just a big change for me. Mm -hmm. um, also, my best friend in high school, we planned on going to school together. My two friends went to school together, but I didn't. So it was just new. I just felt weird. I'm just trying to adapt, and all the while, I'm just sad every day. It's crazy, too, because like I said, I mean, it's, you, you, you have these friends you, you grew up with, and you guys have, you got a plan. You're like, hell yeah, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And then the plan, you don't make plans because it does not work. Even, oh, yeah. Even if you're in school, like, like and I said this in my last podcast, but it was kind of crazy. Like, you get to a point where like you and your friends try to stick together. You're new to college, and y'all taking some of the same electives, some of the same classes. And before you know it, like if you're not paying attention, I ended up fucking taking a bunch of fucking uh, political science classes and a bunch of psychology classes, like and as prereqs. But it wasn't that's that wasn't what I was going to school for. But my friend was taking it and she knew that. So I'm just like I just kinda followed her and like now my dumb ass got these classes. Yeah. So now I just had to like make a decision like, Well, what do you want to go to school for? Because you can't now you're getting up to three hundred level classes and this shit is serious. So I like I, I was undecided, you know, until my junior year and then it was like, Okay, now I gotta make a decision. But you want you, I mean you you're comfortable. You you know, like I said, our families and shit, they've never been to college. You know, nobody's laid a path off for us. You know, I did my whole financial aid by my fucking self. Same. You know, I, I had to force my mom to do the parent loan to get rejected. She's like, ah, my credit messed up. I ain't going to get approved. Cool, ma. I know you're not going to get approved. But if you could just do this and get rejected, they're going to give me an additional $2,000 per semester. Right. No. She didn't want to do that because she didn't want to go on her credit and yada, yada, yada. So I'm like, here I am, your child, trying to apply for school, and you telling me you can't. So it was just crazy, but it was like shit. So I had to figure it all on my own. Like, and Same. I, I got to like second semester, 
second semester I was applying for classes, well, I had a bill. Well, now I can't start my second semester because my I have a balance of seven thousand dollars that's been unpaid. Unpaid. So now I gotta find some financial aid, and it, it's just a lot. Like so, now you're out there. And I, it, it'll make or break you. Like, you know, I know a lot of people dropped out and didn't finish. Right? Yeah, I, um, I've um, i always been extremely independent. Mm-hmm. I've had a job since the 10th grade, and uh, that's where all the flower stuff started. It was at a florist shop. Mm-hmm. But you were in 10th grade when it started. Yeah. Um. So once I got to 10th grade and, like, started making my own money, from then, everything was always on me. Mm-hmm. Um. Even, like, senior year, my stepdad, he's like, I'm going to pay your senior dues and all this, this, and the third. They ruined my prom. Mm-mm. My mom always, oh, I can't wait to your prom. We're going to do this. I'm going to shut the block down. <laughs> my mom sided with my stepdad on something. Not only did they not buy my dress, mm-hmm. they didn't even see me off. I didn't talk to them for a really long time. Um, even when I was on my way to Ferris, uh, my stepdad literally got mad at me because I would have rather my little sister went to drop me off opposed mm-hmm. to his chauffeur. Right. He literally got out the car. His chauffeur. Yeah. He literally got out the car, got mad at me, and did not take me to school. My mom doesn't drive long distances, mm-hmm. so she ended up having to just, like, put her pride aside and do it. But stuff like that, I feel like, made me into, like, who I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to have, like, a super nice prom and, like, to see all my friends really get what they wanted. Mm-hmm. It was, like, extremely hurtful. But it just kind of made me see, like, I, I love my parents, but at the end of the day, like, I, I'm the one that I have. Mm-hmm. Um I always felt like that. Me and my mom have not always been the closest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just now really getting super close. Mm-hmm. But the um, in, in my junior year, I was sepsis. So my immune system had shut down. And um, You were who? Sepsis. I thought you said sexist. I'm like, No, sepsis. Like, my immune system shut down. And I okay. got really sick. I lost, like, a, a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm skinny now, but I was, like, mm-hmm. a stick. Um, because you're not a stick right now. No, I have muscle now. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, muscle, yeah, okay. But, um, so I feel like since then I've kind of seen, like, how how my mom and my stepdad moves mm-hmm. because I just feel like they weren't there for me like they should have been during mm-hmm. that time. So then, like, once senior year hit and, like, the whole prom situation, I was just like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I expected it. The only person from my family who seen me off to prom was my little brother, mm-hmm. uh, who's my best friend. But other than that, like... I, it's always been a one-man band over here. I've always been independent and yeah. just always made my own money. Yeah, my thing. Wait, let's let's just we because we kind of kind of breeze through this. What? Wait, who has a chauffeur? So my stepdad has a driver. Why does he have a driver? His is name he is blind Charles or something. Or? No, com- like he's bald. So. <laughs> I know he ain't blind and blind. Yeah, so uh, he's not blind, but I don't know. He just has a He has a, a chauffeur. He has what does your stepdad do if you can disclose that? I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because at this point, yeah. this man has a chauffeur. Yeah, his Lizard. name is, And he's a snitch. The chauffeur is a snitch. So you can tell on his chauffeur that he's a snitch, but you can't tell what your... Wow, this is some... You know what? Does he work for the government? No. Okay, now I'm just gonna put it out there that he may be a hitman then because might be. <laughs> Why? Well, whatever. He has a chauffeur. Yep. Y'all got money. If he got a chauffeur. Oh no, I am. If uh, you can afford afford a chauffeur. My pockets are not his pockets. I don't know what he pay him. Maybe he owe him. 
who knows i just know uh he just drives the guy around to wherever he wants to go so that's crazy i just try yeah. to breeze past that yeah his chauffeur i'm like what hell <laughs> i ain't never had no goddamn chauffeur <laughs> fucking oh drive miss daisy okay so 10th grade so you developed like a, a hustler's mentality at 10th grade well you already had it back in fucking when you was trying to get five dollars about people. yeah i've even like applying to ferris my major was business now i've never known what i want to do but mm-hmm. i know i've always wanted to be a boss no question i know that i always wanted to just be like an entrepreneur um mm-hmm. pretty much and like the whole flower situation it was just a job to me at first, but mm-hmm. then the owner asked me, um, you know, do you want to start making arrangements? And I'm like, sure. Along um, the line, I just started to learn like a bunch of different stuff. But again, it was just a job to me. Like I just yeah. would go there every single day and I've always worked every single day to mm-hmm. this day. So um, coming up with the flower business, it happened years later. Like I had quit because I went to school and I couldn't work for them anymore. And I remember Lindsay, she needed someone to do like flowers for her grand opening for Living Waters. Mm -hmm. And she didn't know at the time that I was a florist, but I'm like, I can do them. And she's like, you need to do a flower business, girl. These look so good. You need to go for it and like all this different stuff. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And I would have the same customer every week buying flowers every week. And from then, you or from the business you were working at? From the business. Okay. Um, and so then when I started my own thing, I just, like, made an Instagram, and people loved it. Like, Mother's Day, I, I didn't get any sleep. That whole month, people are just on me. Please, can you do this? Can you deliver it? And But then I was working two jobs, too. So I have to make flowers at 3 in the morning and then work from 6 in the morning to, like, 6 at night and still have to do stuff past that time. And mm-hmm. it was all time-consuming because, like, I didn't have a car. So I would have to get around to do this and get around to do that. So it was just, it was a shit show. Yeah. But I think it turned out pretty cool. So you, you okay, so at what point you was like, you know, I'm going to spin off and do my own flower company. Like I'm going to actually start my own shit full time or try to start it. When, because this one guy would just buy flowers for my friend like mm-hmm. every week. And it just became so consistent that when I took the pictures of the flowers and like put it on Instagram, people loved it. They like, mm-hmm. oh wait, I didn't know you did this, and you know, um, can you make this for me? Can you make that for me? And I was like, oh yeah, I need to make a logo. I need to, cause yeah. I was broke. I'm like, but it takes money to make money, so yeah. I need to come up with something just to, um, to be able to have a flower business, mm-hmm. and that's you know what I did, and I think it's pretty cool. Like there's dry seasons like in the summer, but I just got that's like dry, that's a dry season. Yeah, um, so Valentine's Day and, like, Mother's Day, those are, like, those are the times that I'm, like, really, like, booming. But people die all the time, so what about, like, funerals? So I just recently, this month, received my first funeral order Mm -hmm. and my first wedding order. Um, So it's, like, I guess it's a slow business process, but I guess I'm getting out there more because it's, like, every single day is something new. Like, hey, can you do this? Or, hey, can you do that? Mm -hmm. But then it gets hard because of all the other stuff I do. It's hard. It was hard for me to keep consistent with consistently running a flower business. But then here I am trying to get certified in personal training, too. Right. So, like, it was just one or the other. Like, I started to get certified in personal training and just totally forgot about the flower business unless someone would bring it up. Um, so, so it wasn't like a, but it, so that's not like something that you're passionate about? Flowers? Yeah. Yeah. I love doing flowers arra- arrangements. I love that people um, love my work. But 
I think that I just had so much going on. Like I just froze from flowers mm-hmm. and I seen a future with fitness. So, um, cause I, I spent all my savings to get a certification, like for real, all of it. <laughs> and I was uh, pretty broke. Let's just say the least. So, yeah. um, I spent the 800 bucks to do that. And I, and I felt like it was a bad decision because that was all my money. Yeah. And I wasn't making much money, but then I felt like it'll maybe pay off because I'm going after something that I think would be good for me. Mm-hmm. So it was just like it was just a lot of essays and like I was just super focused on that opposed to like the flower business. Like I might have gotten a few orders, but I kind of just like pushed it to the side and was just um, working my two jobs, trying to get certified as fast as I can, honestly. Is your flower business something that you want to take off? Because I've seen on Instagram you're doing like a, it's been a year since you had it. Yep. And you're doing like a little giveaway. So is that something that you, like, because it, I mean, it's going it's obviously going to take consistency. So is that something yeah. that you want to? Yeah. Sure? I literally rolled past this little shop. Um, it was just blank. And I was thinking like I could, I could put a flower shop right there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a jack of all trades, but I love flowers. Like mm-hmm. that was the first thing that I really felt I was really good at. Mm. Like even at work, I worked with like 60 year olds. And I was the one like so um, she made me manager over people who was there 10 plus years. I was there for a little under six months and got consistent raises. So I love doing flowers. I am extremely passionate about it and I would love to open a flower shop. Yeah. But do you think you have like the the clientele to be able to scale to get a like a brick and mortar store? Mm, As of now, honestly, no. No. So um, what do you think? What do you think you have to do like to pivot to get to that next point to be able to get your name out there, to be able to get, you know, constant orders coming in? I think that for one, I don't have a website. Mm-hmm. So I'm really just using Instagram as for all of that, like Instagram and Facebook. So just like posters and flyers and going to like corporate businesses and saying, hey, you know, because I definitely don't want to work at a flower shop. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to work for anyone else. I think that I just need to advertise more maybe talk more and just keep consistent with like my projects honestly um but really the website i think is maybe something that's not allowing me and then i don't have my own space for it mm-hmm. i do flowers at the gym in like the juice bar area so it's like a get in where i fit in type of thing like i don't have the space and fresh cut flowers you know you need a cooler like i just don't have stuff like that now right so i'm just like winging it you don't think it's possible to trap out of like like wherever you located like like wherever you live or whatever to keep i mean only do like um let's say e-commerce or like anything online or just ship them out or like because i mean obviously i I mean before these people before these shop owners you know started their business they didn't Mm -hmm. have a shop you know they they had to start i'm pretty sure out of uh like their house or something because it's like fresh flowers and all because like how how else could it you just can't be like you know we're just gonna put a flower shop here and it's gonna work no yeah. that's not how that works so it's like did you think to ask like the pre whoever you previously worked for how they first started well it the place is called thrifty florist oh, yeah, so yeah so it's just like a franchise but yeah. they have like this huge warehouse um it would just be hard to store the flowers and then with flowers people want so many different things so I don't know if they would want blue or they want yellow. So mm-hmm. it's like I literally like go to like a wholesaler and I get it from them. But as far as like me keeping it in my house, like what if people don't even want this? Like, you know what I mean? So oh, yeah. it just goes really bad, like really fast. Could like, you Do you know any like mom and pop uh, flower shops? 
Do I know what? Any mom and pop flower shops? Like any just not franchise, just like locally owned? Oh, yeah. Uh, it's one downtown, and I worked there, and I hated it. What, what did you hate about it? The management. Oh, well, see, I guess you have to talk. Well, I mean, I guess management will know, like, how, well, no, I guess you'll have to really dig deep and kind of talk to somebody who's actually um, owned a mom and pop flower shop to, like, ask, you know, what did you do before you got your brick and mortar? Because it's like, there's no way. I mean, they got to, they got to create a demand for it and then they got to have a location. So it's like, without that, I know they just didn't pop up and say, yep, we're going to be in Detroit. We're going to put a flower shop here and people are going to buy from us. One I don't know the the keeping of your files. I don't know if they're good. I don't know like I yeah. don't know anything. So it's like, I think I guess you you would just have to like reach out to somebody who owns the fly, who yeah. like the owner and like yeah, that's the best out. bet to see how yeah because um I kind of left that place on bad terms. Oh yeah, you won't be asking them. That, yeah, man. so I won't be asking them. <laughs> but I mean, you can ask, you can ask like somebody another like mom and pop shop that that owns a flower shop, and I, and most of the time like the owners if it's not like a um, franchise the owners will um be involved so they're they're usually at the shop you know so you can always ask and i think a lot of people are like transparent in their business most people are mm-hmm. um that you can ask I'm like well you know what did you do how'd you first start and i think that'd be your biggest you know that'd be your biggest thing if yeah. you're you know passionate about it and you want to do it because mm-hmm. it sounds like there's com- a conflict with like fitness which i'm like how did you get into that um so I got a job at a juice bar. I just walked in and I'm like, hey, can you pass my uh, resume on? It just looks like the coolest place in the world. Mm-hmm. It was just like a garage. It was just open. And then you just see this huge gym. And like, I was like, okay, I've been downtown a lot, mm-hmm. but I've never seen this place. And mm-hmm. it was just like, it was such a cool place. And I, um, I started working there. The guy gave me a call back. And I started working there, but I was working weekends, Saturdays and Sundays. And I wasn't even working inside of the juice bar. I was working over at a park where my friend Lindsay was teaching yoga at. And so, like, I met her and uh, we got super close, super fast. And she's like, uh, you should come try out my boot camps and like all this different stuff. And I used to look at the boot camps and mm-hmm. I did not think that that was my thing because I used to be extremely lazy. Like, I don't even want to walk to the store. So, um... It really just started from there. And like I said, I was just super sad. It became a really good hobby. I had cut off all my friends. Um, I cut my boyfriend off. I stopped talking to literally everyone right before I found that place. And I was just in a really dark hole. But then I just started getting consistent with it. I started seeing, like, progress. And I was like, wait, hold up. Like, not only is this, like, a really good hobby, like, it gets me away from, like, all, like, the negativeness. Mm -hmm. I, like, met someone who just literally just pushed me to just do better. Just, like, level up. Hey, forget your past. You know, girl, I got you. Like, keep this going. You're good at what you do. So I didn't decide to get, like, a cert until it was brought to my attention that someone wanted me to, like, train them. And I was like, okay, but I knew that a gym can't hire, you know, without a certification. Mm -hmm. And I had to believe in myself that that $800 would be, like, a really good investment. And before I got into, like, fitness, I started yoga first. Mm. You were cer- certified in yoga? Yep. Really? Yep. And That's a separate certification than... Yeah. So, luckily, my friend's mom let me do that for free. Okay. It's, like, three grand. She's, yeah, like, Jay needs to do this. You know, she's good at what she's doing. And I always went to yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just went to support. And it was just a good hobby. I'm not used to yoga and, like, fitness and, like, yeah. all that different stuff. So it was just, like, a new field for me. Um, I love teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. And 
it kind of just all came together. It was just so weird. I feel like it was God telling me, hey, let go of the bad. You know, you got to figure out your path here. And I feel like once I did what he told me to do, all these opportunities just start like lining up. It was just so weird. I remember Lindsay coming in like, hey, my mom wants you to get certified in yoga. I'm thinking like, well, how much is that? Like, can I do like a payment plan? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, you can do it for free. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm like, free 99. I'm yeah. like, no way. So it was just like, that honestly was just like the kickstart. Yeah. Like, I was like, wow. I've never had people just like care for me like that. Mm-hmm. And I remember... um. Because I've always believed in Jesus, but I was in such a dark mode. I'm, I just didn't believe at that mm-hmm. point. I remember meeting uh, Sarah, and she's like, can I pray over you? I promise you, I remember that day like it was yesterday. She asked like to pray over me, and ever since then, I felt like God's plan has just like extremely aligned. Like, There's some bad that happens, but I pro- some days I just get in my car and cry because it's mine. Like, I've had days where I don't have, like, food or I don't have, like, money. Mm -hmm. I was taking the bus, you know, like, public transportation. But I've always tried to find some good in, like, all of the bad. Mm -hmm. And then I have people watching me, like my siblings, my little sister, my little brother. Like, that's my life right there. I Mm -hmm. want them to be happy. I don't want them to, you know, go through what I went through. I want them to go to school and, you know, really have a passion about something, you know. So... So, I mean, being, being, I mean, being in a dark place, like, in, I mean, I don't know, because some people are, like, they can use a lot as, mm-hmm. like, motivation, and some mm-hmm. people can either, you know, get deeper and deeper into that dark place. So, um, and I think a lot of times, like, like fitness is like a, a scapegoat. It's, it's a way out, you know, because it, it helps you. Um, but it, it's, it's a lifestyle, and you have to create, you know, goals, and you have to, um, you know, meal plan and meal prep and um, you got to hold yourself accountable. You're around other people who are holding themselves accountable and it, it, it you know, you're kind of motivated from other people around you. Um, but then when you bring, you know, religion into the factor, I mean, then that, that plays an even bigger role because now it's okay, you got this fitness and now you've built a strong relationship with God and you've gotten better in your fitness because of the relationship with God. So it's just it's just crazy like how things kind of align, how things kind of work yeah. out. I just really had to dig myself out. I used to write affirmations every single day. Mm-hmm. A page every single day. I didn't miss a day. Do you I, know how you got into a dark hole, like a dark Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh god. I've uh I've always had like hardships in my life and I'm a mm-hmm. very secretive person. Mm-hmm. Uh when I was younger, I was uh sexually abused. Mm-hmm. So me being young and having to like just basically hold that in, mm-hmm. not being able to tell no one because it's like, you know, you never know, or I don't want to say who, and like all this right. different stuff. So that, and then I had some friends, and I just felt like they was not the friends I needed mm-hmm. at the moment. Yeah, you know, um, we are back friends now, but I feel like they were dragging me down. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the ex-boyfriend. Uh, I was actually pregnant. Oh, God. So that was like uh, the big turning point for me. Mm-hmm. And I remember I literally uh, didn't tell nobody. Yeah. Because I didn't have my friends. Yeah. And I didn't have him. What about your mom? <laughs> Mm-mm. She's she going to find out when she hear this. Oh, God. So, um. You know the hell? <laughs> hey, look. <laughs> I can edit that out. What? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I'm grown, so. It was just a thing of 
I felt like I had nobody. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the people I had wasn't good people. Mm -hmm. I don't want to deal with you if you aren't good people. So, yeah, it was my choice to be lonely and through all of this different stuff. But I I needed that space. Mm -hmm. I needed to recollect myself and, like, figure out who I am and, you know, not smoke every day and, like, drink every day mm -hmm. and, like, party, party, party and just just forget about my emotions. Like, hey, I need to come to reality here. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, um, I was just sad. I text him while I was on the bus, <laughs> this long paragraph. Uh, and he, oh, he, he hated me. He loved mm -hmm. me now, but he hated me for, um, you know, the decisions that I made. And I don't care. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, f I felt like. Um, you didn't care. You care now because you're yeah. in a better place. Yeah, I feel like I did what I needed to do. Right. And I'm um I'm I'm not regretful of it anymore. Yeah. Because I'm happy with where I am now mm -hmm. and where he is now, it just wouldn't have worked. Yeah. So it's just one of those things that just brought it in my eyes. Like, hey, I just need a new environment. I need to be around better people. Like it just wasn't working out, the yeah. whole friends and the whole relationship and I was just like just sad as hell yeah. <laughs> it's just a sad case i didn't have no money i didn't have a job like thank god i found those jobs and, yeah. the, and the way that worked out was god too because i was i got both jobs on the same day and i was scared to tell the other job about the other one uh. i'm like because i need both but you know it ended up working out and um i still have one of the jobs and zach is like He's one of those bosses who's like, I know you're not going to work here forever. So like today, he, I'm like, hey, can I leave? I got to go to Westland and do a podcast. He's like, of course. Mm -hmm. So he's like extremely supportive. I never like dread going there. So. That's good. Yeah. I'm just I'm just happy to be out of a place like that. That's good. So that's um, crazy. I mean, to to hear that. And it, and it sounds like you've, you've had a journey. It sounds like you've. I don't know. A lot of times you hear people. I mean, I hear people all the time, like you know, give credit to God and 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 um, them finding Christ to how they get to where they are, keeping a strong faith base, and you know, being able to shake a lot of things. And I think that, um, I think that even if you're not a religious person or if you're not, you know, super into the Bible, whatever, mm -hmm. but you can be spiritual and not be religious. You can be religious and not yeah. be spiritual. Those are two different um, facets. So I think. Um, they're not one the same. Some people, some people get those confused. So if, if you're not gonna be um, super religious, I mean, then then be spiritual, you know. And if you're not gonna be spiritual, then fine, go religion. But most times, people like think there's, you know, there's most people there's there's a higher power, you know. Even if yeah. even if you give credit to science, well, science, you know that there's energy and you yeah. know about matter. So it's like that's still like a higher power. Still, mm -hmm. that's a force that you can't. And I can't control. So uh, you might not say God, but there is a higher yeah, force there. Some so people say universe. Yeah. You know, and, so. Yeah. And you call it what you want, because mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people say, you know, and some religions don't give, you know, God a face, a shape, a name, none, you know, yeah. and they just say God or a higher deity. And that's fine. But believe something, you know, even if it's your higher self, they call yeah. it your higher self. Even if you believe, you know, there's a higher self and, you know, you got a lower self and you always thinking of positive, 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 then that's fine. But there's always there's something. Trust me, there's mm -hmm. there's something. So I think it's good that you've you found that and you're in a better headspace, you know. It's it's cool to me to, for you to be like, you know what, I made the decision I made because I needed to, you know, for me, you know, m think about my life, you know, and, and that's mm -hmm. that's rare. Yeah, um, I 
I knew that I was getting cheated on, let's just say. Okay. So that just dug me down even deeper, too. Yeah. Like, when you just really give somebody your all and they're just like, fuck you. Like, bitch, I found out everything. So I was just like, not only can I not believe that I'm pregnant, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe I'm getting cheated on. So it was just like a big, <sighs> yeah. woof. It just like, literally like, I just didn't tell nobody. Yeah. Just kept it to myself. Yeah. And I was just like, <sighs> I, I honestly never pictured that. Yeah. I've never liked someone as much as I liked that one. Yeah. So I was like. Trust me, girl. You young. Yeah. It's going to come back around. You oh, yeah. He's such a loser now. Um, so exactly. So, But that's crazy because when you're young, you're like, oh, my God, I'll never love again. I'll yeah. never love anybody. It's like. Yeah. Now I'm like, fuck boy free. You can't I mean, pay me to care about a guy. I got so much going on right yeah, now. Yeah. As you should. I mean, yeah. it's people. I mean, it's people that have been married 30, 40 years. And then they're like, oh, my God, I'll never see myself with nobody. And it's like, uh, yeah, you will. Trust me. Time. Yeah. I feel like it'll all. come. Yeah. But I always have to remember that I am only 20. Yeah. I feel like I'm pushing 40 most days. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um. Do you use, like, everything that you've been through, like, to, to kind of push your business, to, like, to motivate you to want to keep your business going? Because, I mean, obviously, you've been juggling a lot. So, if you, I mean, I don't know. I feel like if, if, if you know, having a flower company is something that you're passionate about, I don't think that you should necessarily just push it to the side. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, just, you know, use it as, like, a passion project. Say, oh, I'll work on it when, you yeah. know, someone orders something or X, Y, and Z. It's mm -hmm. like, you know, if you don't see yourself working for somebody, you gonna have to create that that out. You can't just you know yeah. just say this and then push your your dreams and your passion to the side. Even though fitness, I mean, I guess you could use that and be like, I want to own my own fitness studio. I guess, but yeah. But you love flowers too. So. Yeah. So flowers was like the thing that I was super passionate about. Super passionate about fitness was like the spontaneous thing that mm. came along the way. So I never thought like, oh, you know, I want to open my own space. I just honestly, I went to Vibrite and um, I talked to Trish and the studio manager at the time, Nicole, mm -hmm. as soon as I went in they're like, I know who you are. <laughs> you know, I see you around the city and, you know, this, that, and the third. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, I had a whole speech. Listen, I had a notebook just in case I was so nervous that I would forget everything. And they're like, so when do you want to start type of thing? And it okay. was just like magic i yeah. i just didn't expect to have like my own classes there and like people show up for me and like doing events around the city like that was never something i seen coming for myself mm -hmm. but it was just like a spontaneous passion that grew and I've, I, I i'm such a people pleaser like people close to me i love helping people out i'm always like oh yeah i can do it even if i know i don't want to do it so it was definitely spontaneous, but I am passionate about flowers. You're right. I shouldn't just like push it to the side type of thing. But I always have struggled with doubts and like talents. Mm. I've, I've never really expounded on like what I'm really good at mm. until like now because I have this freakishly good friend who's like, you can do it. And I believe in you. I've never had that before. Mm. All these people that I've always been around, I've never had like, I'm so proud of you. You know, you need to do this. You're good at this. You know, this and a third. So having having someone to like motivate me and push me and I've never had people just to be happy to see me. When I say like I used to go to the gym and people are, hey, Jay, like stuff like that is just never happened to me. People call me ugly or whatever the cost mm -hmm. is. Like people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, this red mark or like whatever. So it was just all different. Just a whole new environment. And like I said, I love my um, flower business. I'm extremely passionate so about maybe, it. So maybe maybe fitness might. I mean, 
I don't know. It kind of sounds like you're passionate about the a fitness. Lot. So yeah, because I feel like when you never see yourself in that position, all of my friends are like, I can't even believe that yeah. you're a yoga teacher. Like yeah. even dude, like this one dummy I was talking to, he's my girl teaches yoga and drink drinks green juices. Like like it's not normal. Like you know what I mean. So helping people lose weight, like having people just text you, show up for you, and just remind me like how I'm so inspirational and how I you know help them so much. That's all different, you know, for me. I've never been appreciated as much as mm-hmm. I am now. So um, I guess that where that comes into play with like the whole fitness thing yeah i was always the flower girl yeah like at the flower shop i worked every single day like i didn't have much to do and i wasn't i didn't have many friends so i was always there and it's like i felt like it was just like a job Mm. so with fitness it's like this is something not only did i choose to do it but people keep coming back for more meaning that they like me and like my personality and my little awkwardness and yeah boy bye (laughs) and everyone is like uh, way older than me which is another thing like i had this one girl like oh she's the coach oh yeah i'm about to kick your ass (laughs) so it's just like just different and like being alongside people who are way older than me i think that's where it's just like you got time i can change it up and become a doctor tomorrow you know so it's like i just have to remember that i'm young and to like slow down and have fun and like all that good stuff but I love everything that I do. Um, is the flower industry lucrative? What? Is the flower industry lucrative? Is Can there you just money, dumb it down? <laughs> is there money in the flower industry? Oh, yeah, definitely. My flower industry. Um, <laughs> okay, what about the flower industry in general? I would say so. Some, Like I said, it, it's flowers is hard because of the dry seasons. Mm-hmm. Like Some days I would sit at the flower shop and not really get many people. And then some days, you know, we get funeral orders. So it was really just, it's really a juggle, if you ask me, like. Well, I'm de- I, that's, that's why I just asked you. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not consistent. Okay. It's not consistent enough, I would say. Even there wor- is potential there. But, I, I mean, they yeah. if they can franchise that business. Yeah, then um, there's definitely p- potential. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that go on funerals um homecomings and like proms and just people buying flowers for people but you really get the money like mother's day valentine's day things like that Mm. like so it's really i feel like flowers is a holiday industry yeah um we had a it was a lot of slow days at the shop i worked at so yeah i don't know i never thought about I don't know, I ain't never did the whole flower thing. Let me send somebody some flowers randomly. Send them to my yeah. time. You ain't get no flowers from me. Yeah. But um, I had a guy send me flowers one time, and I, like, fucked him over. And maybe that's why guys fuck me you over. You ain't shit. Yeah, it was so nice. He, like, pulled up with flowers, and they was, like, pink. And I was like, damn. He's like, yeah, I got you them because they're your favorite color. And, like, it was so nice. God, ain't nobody did that for me. That was, like, three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've yet to see for Girl, cause a girls flower. don't like nice guys. Nice guys finish last. You can say you want one, but that ain't. You, you're just gonna take advantage of them. Yeah. Yeah. Trust yeah, me. I, I can agree with that. I'm telling you. Trust yeah. me. Anyway, that's a whole. We gonna have a topic on that another day. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean, I I think if you know if the flower thing is something you're passionate about, which I don't, you know, it sounds like fitness is like pulling you. Mm-hmm. Um. But I guess I saw that and I was like, okay, she, I've seen your flower business before. I've seen, you know, here and there I'll see you post something. 
Um, and then I was like, oh, she's doing a giveaway. And I was like, okay, well, I, I thought she was done with it. Because cause I wasn't following you at first. I just mm-hmm. seen, like, Lindsay would post you. And then I would just click and be like, oh, this is her who owns it, da, da, da. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it seems like, you know, fitness is kind of, you know, pulling you. But I don't know if, if you find something that you like and you enjoy and you get at and you can monetize it, which, I mean, you can monetize you know, fitness or being a trainer, but I think that comes with longevity and building your clientele. Yeah. Which anything anything does when you have something that's um, tangible, I think it kind of speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I don't know, I think it would be a good idea to kind of capitalize on it and kind of expand it and just, you know, keep pushing it. Sounds like you got yeah. a lot of connections and a lot of people that are in your corner. Yeah. Shit, take advantage of them. They yeah. want you to win. So it's rare that we get people like that in life. It's rare that we get people like you said. Shit, you you ain't never had it. Yeah. So it, it is rare. Like, Definitely. and I, I I can sit here in between nine and tell you that, I mean, for somebody to genuinely, 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 and I mean a hundred percent, be on your ass and care and want the best for you. I mean, you have friends and they're like, oh my god, yeah, I want you yeah. to win, but it's like it's not the same. It's when, not the same. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know, you know, significant others or spouses or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. They usually are supposed to be that person in your corner, or even some of your best friends, but. The ugly truth is, I mean, some of the closest people to you might not want to see you win. They might yeah. not like the fact that you're out here grinding and making it. Yeah, like as far as support go, as of now, I think I'm struggling with that. Yeah. My thing is, um, so before the fitness, um, the friends that I had at the time, I feel like they don't support me enough now. Mm-hmm. Whereas to, like I said, Lindsay, she's just like full-blown at everything, like rooting, and it's like, to give that comparison to someone I've known since like last year. So when I like met way after I'm, I met like my new friends yeah. and I mean my older friends, I'm like it's just a struggle because it's like love them to death. Yeah. But sometimes, like I said, you know, maybe you don't want to see me win. Maybe I need to just branch off and continue to, you mm-hmm. know, go here and, you know, you know, you're here. So it's just, it's a struggle and it is a challenge. I don't, I can't do most stuff that my friends do. Yeah. I just can't go on Instagram and just fool around. Yeah. Like I have to keep it professional. You know, people um know who I am, not to mention downtown, you know, just drunk. Every time I'm downtown, yeah. that's the sandwich girl, that's the yeah. yoga girl. Like I can't do stuff like that that's anymore. The flower girl. Yeah, so I can't be as open yeah. and partyish and fun as yeah. they can. So and I have to leave a lot. You know, I have a lot of stuff that I do during the day. Some days I have these gaps. And I can't do what they do. And it makes me seem boring. And, oh, you're old. You're all about work. But it's like we just got different mindsets now. Different agendas. It'll pay off. Yeah. So I just kind of have to stick to work. Yeah, but, I mean, for you to, like, take control of your life at a young age. um, Because, I mean, you don't meet people that's, like, you know, 30, 40, Mm -hmm. late 50s. And they still don't even know what they want to do. They don't have their head on right. Like, and and it happens. It's like in life you can never... Like we're always reinventing ourselves. We're yep. always trying to find out who we are because you learn, you grow, you grow, you learn, you get broken down, you get built back up. So it's like that. It happens time and time again. So it's like for you, you know, this is you've been through like that dark period. Now you're you're on the up and up. So I think you know what you're doing is like shit. Keep keep doing. I mean, if you Thank have you. to make sacrifices, you know, not hang with friends and yep. partying and shit. So what? It'll pay off. You're still young. You can yep. still do that shit later after you're established. Yep. There's been a lot of times. Where I had to just like sit out of stuff. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, am I whole, like, am I, why, do, you know, why do I have to be such an adult? Adult, like mm-hmm. when people say it twice, so you really put mm-hmm. the emphasis mm-hmm. on it. Um, 
now and, you know, to see people having fun and doing what they do. But then it's like, I'm grateful that I'm a boring, plain Jane worker girl who just trying to see like the future, see like me working hard now, missing out now and being able to do what I want, you know, in 10 years or whatever the case is. So I've always been like super strong minded, like, you know, want it, go for it, not scared to like invest in myself, Mm -hmm. just wanting better for me and wanting to be able to help others. That's another thing that I struggle with, always helping others. I'm, um... I think people think I'm a bank <laughs> and I'm not, but I am the type to give my last to my people. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love my family, my friends. And it's like, yeah, you guys can fuck me over all you want. Woohoo. Still got your back. So it's just, um, that's a really big struggle too, but I'm learning. You know? I mean, you, you, I think you should be who you, you are. I mean, I'm not saying just be naive and let people take advantage of you, but yeah. I mean, I, I don't think you should ever, um, change your character or change who you are just because of other people. I, I think if you have um, good intentions and you're, you want to help people, I think you should just continue to do that and everything yeah. will come back to you. Like, you. So I think I think as long as you're making somebody else's life better, your life will become better. And I yeah. think as long as you're helping people, like, you know, even if people fuck you over. So, it, you know, you're going to have people like that. So I think you just keep doing what you do. I don't think you should change it. I'm going to be like, oh, my God. My friends did this. My friends. Yeah. I mean, because end of the day, like you said, like you'll find out. The end of the day, you you really got you. Like I mean, you got mm-hmm. people that want your best, but it's like end of the day, like they can't do this for you. They can't do that for you. Like it's not their life. It's yours. Yeah. So I mean, I think it, the sooner you realize that, which it seems like you have, then the better off you'll be. So I just still want you to focus on your flower business a little more. I got you. Because I I got you. I'm actually super proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Um. One year. (laughs) I mean, I haven't been as consistent as I should be, but I definitely just can't even believe it. I promise Mm -hmm. you. I always just think, like, I can't believe this is mine. I can't believe these people know me. I can't believe this is my car. Like, it's just, like, a lot of gratitude, definitely. But I'm going to focus on my babe more. Detroit Flower Company turns one on October 17th. I'm so excited. That's that's dope. That's dope to at least, I mean, to still be at least involved in it and not to have given up at completely. Yeah. I mean. Oh, no, I'm definitely involved. When I tell you I did not get an inch of sleep in May, I used to just look like a zombie, just like flowers Mm. up literally at the gym, 3 a.m. Like I had to buy a car. (laughs) I ended up uh, saving enough money and I was thinking like I could spend this three grand on shoes or whatever. But then I I literally just thought to myself like, girl, you 20 if you don't buy a car. I don't don't want to. I hate driving. I cannot drive. My boss parks my car every single day. Yeah. It's a parallel parking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so um, I've had little accidents, maybe hit a couple cars, but. <laughs> what color is your car? Red. I ain't got no red marks on my shit, but let me find oh out. Oh my God, no. I know if I do ever have a red car and it ain't, if I have red marks on my car and the car gone, I'm coming right up to the motherfucking. Uh, <laughs> you don't even know the name. The Yoga Studio, Detroit's <laughs> Best Boot Camp, something. I will be there. I'll come to <laughs> Pachera, <laughs> Picante, whatever. La Pachera, La Pacanera. La Pacora. La Pacora. Nira. Nira what? La Pacora Nira. I'll be nearer your motherfucking job waiting for <laughs> you. How about that? Um so like ultimately like just going forward, like what do you like what do you see for your flower business? Like what do you like what do you see for your flower business? 
So now what I really want to focus on, like lately I've been doing a lot of corsages and like mm-hmm. funeral orders, wedding flowers. So at first I was just doing a lot of vase arrangements. Vased? Meaning like flowers in a vase. Woo. Oh, that's nice. Now I want to get to the point where I showcase everything else I can do, like casket sprays, standing sprays, a homecoming prom corsages, like the, yeah. the custom colors that I can do, like really becoming just more than like the whole vase thing that's what yeah. a lot of people ask for but randomly i've just been getting orders like can you do this for a wedding can you do this for um a funeral so expanding in a sense of showcasing what i can do because yeah. maybe that'll bring more people too and rebranding oh i need a new Ooh, logo yeah. yeah like just coming straight out just really yeah. hard with a new logo and like rebranding that's for sure like yeah. always a challenge because i mean i think your brand is everything logo um yeah website, being up to date maybe a, a slogan something like yeah that, like, so the website i tried to make one on my own and my com- wix or i don't even remember all i know is my computer cut off in the middle and i, I haven't tried it since <laughs> oh yeah when you get knocked down like that you for sure be like, yeah Man. so i was just through but um yeah, I'm gonna get a website up. I think you want me to just keep saying I'm broke because I'm broke. So I when I get when I get some money, <laughs> I'm gonna get the um, website. I don't going. want you to say. I just want you to really focus on your craft and yeah, thank you. Do it because yeah. I mean, there's potential there, and you got like I said, you got people in your corner. It seems thank like. Thank you. So I mean, I think you should really do it, and if that's something that you're passionate about. I mean, like I said, fitness is cool, but and you get paid for your time, you yeah. know, while you're doing it. But it's like, do you my own, own thing? Yeah, yeah, having my own thing. Yeah. You know, so I can I, definitely see where you. Yeah, think. I see. I think that fitness is 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 you know that has become a part of your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it it's not you know just just on the up and up just all you. I think that flower if if that's something that you started as a business for you, mm-hmm. I think you should try to run it as such. Uh, so I, I agree. Yeah, so I I, th- I definitely agree. I think you. Should. Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um. I guess I just, I mean, thank you for actually coming. Yeah, of course. And uh, sharing your story. And I mean, shit, I learned a lot uh, today on Oh, and yeah. Off the oh, mic. this one was a shocker. It seems like every interview I do is just something new. Yeah. Well, because you learn so much and you get more comfortable, like, saying it because you, yeah. you don't say your story. Oh, I'm just waiting for my mom to call me after this. Oh, God. Oh, well, yeah. I don't, well, it ain't going to be released today. So you got some time to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so no, it's no, I'm I'm not sorry. Um, but it, it, it makes, made me who I am. Yeah, and then it makes. I mean, it is a conversation that maybe needs to be had. So then she hears it, and then it's like, okay, cool. Well, let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one mom's in the past. I'm already. I'm here now. Yeah, like let's you, move it was a secret then. Could have yeah. kept it a secret. Yeah, now. Let, let's move forward. But yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I'm yeah. not. Um, I'm not going to change it up. And I felt like it was necessary because that was the biggest reason I was depressed. Right, yeah. And not only did I feel like I couldn't tell people about it, I didn't have people to tell about it because I right. cut them all off. Yeah. <laughs> so, um. So, would it, what, what would, like, just from your overall journey, um, what would you want, you know, women or just people in general to take away from your overall journey? My favorite quote is, what you create for you, no one can take from you. Hmm. I feel like once I started to create like my own happiness, have my own thing going, I'm not dependent on anyone to make me happy because that what was going on. I was dependent on like friends, dependent on a boyfriend, dependent on parents. And it's like once I found something for me and just stuck to it and learned that you have to take the good with the bad and mm-hmm. take the bad with the good, 
nothing's perfect and no one is perfect. And just don't stress over situations that I can't control. Just like mm. hope for the best. Mm. Just keep your head up and know that shit can be worse. <laughs> mm. I've been in way worse predicaments. I've literally like slept in my car for like a week. Damn. So, um, yeah, I'm, I don't have a ton of money and my car isn't the greatest. I don't even know what kind of car I have, but I think it's a G, yeah, it's a G6 Pontiac. But okay. I, um, I would just say just be happy. Just be grateful. Show so much gratitude. Mm-hmm. And, you know, things will get better. I'm just extremely happy mm-hmm. just okay. just because of what I started with and what I'm ending up with yeah. and, like, how I can just push myself and motivate myself to be better and have discipline to be yeah. 20 years old and kind of be a businesswoman. Yeah. So um, I would just say trust your gut, create your own happiness, <laughs> don't let no fuck boys get in the way, yeah. and just continue to be a boss. Boss ass bitch. Oh that's, my God. that's my theme song by Nikki. Where can uh, people find like your business on social media? <clears throat> I have a few of them. Flower Business, Detroit Flower Co. on Instagram. And you can enter our giveaway to get some beautiful custom flowers for the free 99. <laughs> um, fitness, Coach J Fitness or Nye Ico. You, they're they're going to be like, what? But Coach J Fitness for Vibe Rides Boot Camp. And my personal page, Nye Aiko. That came from Janae Aiko. That's my bitch. Yeah, seems that way. Yeah. So um, that's where you can find me. And yeah. The flo- Is it Detroit Flower Co. or the Flower Co.? Or Detroit Flower Co. Detroit Flower Co. D- J of Detroit Flower Co. And other f- a, cup, a couple other companies. But we <laughs> folks know the Flower Co. Yeah. And her journey and yep. where she's going next with that. Um, I just want to say thank you for coming out. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I was so excited. You're talking about don't yell at me. (laughs) Don't yell at me, girl. Uh, (laughs) Man, my name is Martez, man. Support your local businesses, your local black business. Support. Oh, yeah. Melanin for the win. Yes. I'm telling you, we got to support each other. We got to do better. Um, I think using our platforms to bring up the upcoming entrepreneur is super important. Man, if you hear this episode, screenshot it. The screenshot, tag me, tag Jay, tag her flower company, and just post on your page, man. Even if you don't buy a fucking flower, (laughs) I think support comes in different fucking forms, man. If you could, if you could post it, um, tag somebody. Maybe somebody else needs flowers. Maybe you don't know nobody to die, but somebody else might know somebody. Or maybe you don't want to get your girl flowers, but shit, somebody might want to get a girl flowers. Don't be selfish. Or give your man some flowers. Shit, shit. Smell your roses while you're alive. That's what you should do. Don't bring flowers to me when I'm dead. God damn it. If you ain't bring no flowers to me when I'm alive, don't bring My no grandma flowers. used to always say that. that that's an old saying. I'm telling yeah. you, like, for real. Like, so. And I learned that. So I'm probably getting mom some flowers now. Yeah. And I'm sure people listening haven't bought their significant other any flowers. So how about you just enter the giveaway? Get them for free. Get them for free, man. Yeah. Uh, once again, this is Knowledge Under Influence. I'm your host, Martez. Find me on Instagram, Martez underscore for show. F-A-S-H-O-O. Man, keep listening, keep supporting, man, thank y'all.